Welcome back, everybody, to episode 17 of Six String QB. Ben here with your boy Mark. And What's up? 17. I don't know. It's a, I don't know. 17 is kind of a cool number, right? You know, 17 is a I cool just, number. I just thought of it as we went through it. It's a, it's a pretty cool number to hit. I don't know why. It's just like the one and the seven look pretty cool, especially when you know when you write the one, you extend <laughs> the tail, and then write the base at the bottom, too, instead of just a line. Yeah, I put. Do you put lines through your seven? I put lines through my seven. Do you actually? Yeah, I, I think people who do that. I are. I thought <laughs> I had never met someone who actually did that. I thought it was just like TV crap or stuff like that. Uh, I put lines through my seven because you never know. Someone has like a sloppy seven. It could look like a one because, like you know, the line straight down it could look like an eleven. It's Although true. eleven is my favorite number. So if we're going all the favorite numbers here, interesting. Well, 17 is not my favorite. That would definitely be two. Two is a classic. Two is classic. I like two. No, I'm more of a I'm more of an 11 guy. And I was not because I like Carson Wentz or Deshaun Jackson. I just thought like one of one. That's why I like 11. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Is that is that not like Deshaun Jackson or someone's? Yeah, Deshaun Jackson counts? stole my yeah. line. Okay, yeah. Stole my line. <laughs> yeah, Deshaun Jackson stole yours and Wentz only used 11 because of you, Mark. We're on to the whole yes. conspiracy here. Yes. Deshaun Jackson, just like how ESPN last week stole your stat, Deshaun they're, Jackson stole my my motto growing up. Yeah, they're kid. clearly, I don't know, they're reaching into us trying to steal our stuff. Just hire us outright, ESPN. You know? I know. We're willing to talk deals here. Jeez. I know. Come on. I'll happily <laughs> accept your paycheck, Deshaun Jackson. I'm not <laughs> doing anything for the team. <laughs> but speaking of the stat, Mark, yes. uh, as I just told you, I did a little more research. Um, we're bringing yeah. the quiz back. Oh. One of these stats I found it was awesome. And I was like, oh, hell yeah, Mark's never going to know this. And it's really cool. It's going to trick him. But then like right. every account ever started to post it. So you may or may not have seen it. So I'm just okay. going to we're gonna start with it. If you already know it, just stop me. And then <laughs> we can still talk about it. But like, there's no reason to quiz you if you've already heard it. Right. I have a backup. But here okay. we go. Okay. So this is five teams or the top five teams. The most offensive snaps with a lead. So, like, if I'm up 17 to 3, then I run a 10-play drive. You know, that's 10 snaps. But if I'm on defense, those don't count, okay? Have you heard this? No. All right, perfect. Who do you think is in the top five? Just just trying to think, like, oh, who's been dominating this year? Okay. So, probably the Steelers are in there? No, Steelers are not in there. The only undefeated team in the league is not in the top five. Okay. The Chiefs. That's one, yeah. Okay, the Ravens. Yep, that's two. Okay, I'm killing it right now. Hot start. I'm going to go... Who who runs a lot of drives? I, I'm going to guess the Titans. Uh, uh, no Titans. No Titans. Okay. Uh, the one Texans. The Texans. That's see your guess? <laughs> that, that's a real guess. So I'm going to go with them. I don't know, maybe Romeo Cornell actually kind of killed it. <laughs> So here's why the stats so interesting. So the, the teams in the top five, Chiefs, Ravens, Bills, Seahawks. So you got the Chiefs and the Ravens. But okay. number two, right behind the Chiefs, is the Atlanta Falcons, the three and six Falcons. Every other really? team on this list has six wins or more. And then there's the three and six Falcons, which just shows you, like, we all joke about them blowing leads, but it's, it's literally proven. It's, yeah. <laughs> They've Jeez. been dominating just as much as the Chiefs. They just can't finish games. Jeez. That's, that's a problem. That's like, I feel so bad. Yeah, Maybe it's a good reason why they fired. Fuck, that's uh, insane. Like Dan Quinn. Yeah, I mean, it, it, something had to change. Something else probably still has to change. <laughs> oh, Oh, one hundred percent. I don't even know. 
Who did they even play this this week? Broncos. And nearly blew a lead to the Broncos. That's right. All right, but hold up. I got a second part to the quiz. This one okay. is more personal to you. You're going to like this one. It's just okay. we did last week. Number of comebacks from down 10 plus, right? Uh-huh. Carson Wentz, in his career, how many does he have? Your boy. Oh, I just saw the stat. I literally just saw it. No, no, you didn't because I just came up with it. It's my stat. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I saw it somewhere. Um, down 10 plus at any point in the game. Down 10 plus any point in the game. I'm going to say like four, four, four or five, four, four final answer. Four, four is your final answer. Locking yeah. it in. Yeah, locking it in. Should have stuck with five. You said five Damn every it. single time last week and it never worked. <laughs> this was the time you should have stuck with five. Yeah, any I, of the games I, come I, to mind? Um, I'm pretty sure we got like a Giants game is, is in there. There's three Giants games in there. In each yes, of the last three yeah, years, you are yes. home game <laughs> against the Giants. Yes. Which is the weirdest stat I found, bro. I, I was really hoping it's every year of his career. It was just the last three years. It's still weird enough. You have been down 10 plus in your home game against the Giants and come back. Yes. That's how I, I always know. It's always no place money on that for next year. Yeah, it's always a weird game against the Giants where we play down to our competition and then we play far better than them the second half. And then I don't know our last game. I'm assuming the Cowboys. It's usually all division games where we're down and then we come back and win. Yeah, pretty much. Um, last year, Washington, which weirdly enough, I found out Washington blew a 17-0 lead last year in your yes. season opener. And then you mm-hmm. guys did the same exact thing this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's always the Redskins are very weird. We're, we're very, very uh, weird with us. We always play them. Yeah, week one. And we yeah. always either we're losing the first half or they're losing the first half. And then whoever's losing will win the second half. Again, great betting advice. So if <laughs> year, whoever's up 17-0, place a ton of live money for them to win the game. Or whoever's yes. down 17-0, place a ton of live just, money. Just, just bet it all. Bet all you got on them. And then your last one was 2019 at Green Bay. So that's the, that's the five for once. He's, he's the one who had five. Uh, all the other guys in the AFC North or that 2018 draft class had mm-hmm. like nothing. They all had one or zero. But once out here with five, I was going to look up Prescott and I didn't have time. I guess mm-hmm. I'll do golf as well. You know, do that draft class. I don't think I don't think golf would be that good. I feel like he has definitely I, wanted to. I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't he, think they'd have many. He's not good when he's like down. I mean, also, yeah. I'm not, once again, I'm not really a fan of the Seahawks. Like, I don't like Sean McVay or Jared Goff or. Anything those, those are the, Rams. No, the, the Rams, the Rams, <laughs> the Rams, the Rams. I was thinking Rams in my mind. I said Seahawks, but yes, I don't like the Rams personally. I don't like Sean McVay, Jared Goff, Aaron Donald, anything really what they do over there in LA ever since they fired my boy. Meaning that's the reason why I don't like them. Yeah, no, I agree with you though. Like, I've always said Jared Goff when the offense is clicking, when Sean McVay's got all these uh, play action plays and the just zone run game going when that's going Jared Goff's amazing you know keeps the offense rolling you're gonna get a bunch of 10 play 70 yard touchdown drives but if it's ever not working and the defense catches on to what Sean McVay likes to do Goff is pretty bad which is why he has so many games like the one against the Dolphins where he just is horrible yeah I don't like I don't think Jared Goff is a good quarterback like and that's just like my like my straight opinion like on like I'm not saying because that because I hate the Rams like I'm saying that like genuinely like I do not think he's a good quarterback I think if you put him on any other team He's not going to be that Super Bowl quarterback that we saw. Oh, I, I agree 100%. And I think people are starting to realize. Like, remember yeah. Goff two years ago when he made the Super Bowl? Everybody's talking about, like, he's top five superstar. And last year, the Rams aren't as good. Everybody's saying he's complete garbage. 
somewhere in the middle. But then same thing, Jimmy G last year, right? Everybody's saying, oh, he mm-hmm. made a Super Bowl quarterback. He gets all the credit. And then this year, people are calling for him to get benched. People are calling for him to for the 49ers to draft a new quarterback. I think people are starting to realize, like, the team and the quarterback are two different things. You don't have to attribute everything to the quarterback. Yeah. I feel like for Jimmy G, though, I think he just needs his weapons around him. I mean, that's a very injured team, the, the 49ers. Sorry. I, I think he just he needs to get his like his weapons around him once again. And he'll, he'll I wouldn't say go fully back to his Super Bowl self because that's very hard. But get somewhat back to it. Yeah. Also, in fairness to Jimmy G, the Rams weapons, especially in that 2018 season, were insane. Like, yeah. They had two good tight ends, an elite receiver core, Todd Gurley, who was an MVP candidate. And then what does Jimmy G has? Like he has decent players and George Kittle, but then both of them have an elite offensive coordinator. So, you know, that can kind of make up for stuff. But I mean, mm-hmm. Jimmy G's weapons definitely were not up to par with Goff's. Yeah. I mean, Goff's team was just straight out of Madden that year. Like, so, turn off salary cap and just sign everybody and anybody. <laughs> yeah. They went really all the way to the Super Bowl. Didn't get mm-hmm. it. Still mm-hmm. respect the play, though. Yeah. But I remember calling it as soon as like they signed all those players and traded for uh was it a keep to leave. I was like, this team is just banking on this one season and then they're just gonna be cap fucked every season after that. And now that they're here, they're still in cap hell. So the thing is they didn't have to be cap fucked. Uh they still had the option to like not be, but they chose to re-sign Jared Goff. I actually saw some rumors that they were thinking of trading Jared Goff for the number one pick, uh the year after the Super Bowl or any other year, really just or top pick, you know, just to start over, get a new quarterback, which clearly shows the Rams themselves don't exactly believe golf is a superstar. But yeah. now they're saddled with that like forty million a year contract. They can't really do anything. They invested in Ramsey, Donald, all these guys. They don't really have any money. They're a decent team, but they don't look like a contender for the next few years. No, not at all. That's just what happens. You know, they really banked on one season, and this is what happens when you bank on one singular season. Yeah, yeah, I respect yes. the play of going all in for the Super Bowl. I know they didn't win it, but they still mm-hmm. made it. The thing I don't respect is, like, you didn't have to keep going all in, you know? Like, they continuing after that, locking up golf, doing all the other things. Like, they kept playing win-now mode, even though they weren't really with the roster to do that. Like, training for Marcus Peters, all that kind of stuff. And then training for Ramsey, too. You didn't have yeah. to go that all in. I respect the one-year play, but they've been doing it for, like, three years. Yeah. Yeah, I, di- I didn't really think they, they, they needed Ramsey at that point. They could have just drafted and developed a quarterback corner. Yeah, Rams are another one of those teams with a bleak outlook. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you got to give credit. Like, they're still a decent team this year. That defense is playing really good despite having a lot of no names. Yeah. But you know what defense is not playing good? Let's hear it. The Seattle Seahawks defense. Yeah. Seahawks, <laughs> Bills, good game to transition to. I like it. Uh-huh. The Seahawks team is just horrible. I mean, we've been saying it all year long. We've known it. It just hasn't really held them back yet. But the past few mm-hmm. weeks against the Cardinals and the Bills, I mean, Russell Wilson and the offense haven't been able to win a shootout. That's it, pretty much, yeah. you know. All the other games, they've been able to win a shootout. And I feel like the Bills learned that. Like, if as long as you lock down Russell Wilson's top two targets, which are Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, you're going to win the game. Yeah, and then much. Yeah, because the defense isn't going to do anything. And, yeah, and Russell Wilson's going to keep running around like he's Russell Wilson, and it's just going to come and bite him in the ass eventually. Yeah, especially when they have – they're on their fourth string running back right now, in fairness to them. DJ yeah. Dallas, great name, but, you know. But, I mean, he, he did he did pretty fashionable for himself. I mean – Yeah, I mean, he's decent, but, I mean, fourth string running back, when you got that, you know, defenses are playing the pass. They're going to let you run the ball, especially mm-hmm. against a team with Russ, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, you know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, 
to be fair, what has Carlos Hyde done on the Seahawks? I feel like every time this, this man is given the, given the opportunity to start, he just gets injured himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they signed him as an injury like insurance for when uh, Carson gets injured. Yeah. And then he himself has been injured more than Carson. So, yeah. not great. Like this week, they're both coming back and Carson's ready to play. And, and they're like, yeah, Carlos Hyde, yeah, he's, he's still not quite there yet. I'm like, oh my God, poor yeah. guy. I can't wait till I get Rashad Penny back. I always kind of liked him. I know he hasn't been really good, but first round draft pick, you can tell there's a little bit of talent there. He makes some big plays. I don't know. I like him. Yeah, but he was the, was he really worthy of a first round draft pick? No, no, he no. wasn't. He was a reach, which I, <laughs> I can never understand reaching for a running back in the first round. That's the one position you would never reach at, but hey, mm-hmm. you did it. I remember that was the biggest head scratch of the draft because everyone was like, Rashad Penny, first round, really? That and <laughs> Terrell Edmonds for the Steelers, which might have been back-to-back picks, if I remember correctly, yeah. something like that. Which Ter- Terrell Edmonds is like a decent player. If I, I think he still starts with the Steelers, but he's not a stud or anything. He's a little bit on hot ice with the team. Yeah, hot ice, I don't even know if that's a fucking thing, but we're going with hot that. ice. We're gonna we, that's that's <laughs> that's gonna be the title of this episode: Hot Ice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Bill, Bill Seahawks, so like, yes, Josh Allen finally got back in his groove. He had a rough last few weeks. The Bills were slinging the ball all over the field for the first, say, like six weeks or whatever. In the last few, they couldn't do anything. And then, mm-hmm. you know, nothing curious you like the Seahawks defense, the Bengals defense, or the Jets defense. We're building up a list, you know. I think we've added yeah. a new one every single week where you need to get right game, you play those guys. I think I 100% agree. I mean, but to be fair, to say like Josh Allen went off, he's also playing against the Seahawks defense. Like it's not a very good defense. That's true, but also. But yeah, I guess you could say mentally. Yeah, yeah. They have not everybody's scoring forty-five on them. You know, they're only scoring thirty-five. So you know, he gets credit yeah. for those extra ten. Yeah, give give him props. <laughs> give him the little extra pat on the back for those ten points. I like that. Yeah, I mean, Josh Allen absolutely killed it that game. One hundred percent killed it. Uh, now, what is it? They play uh, the Cardinals next week. Yes, so that's going to be it. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's going to be another fun game. I think he can go off again. I think he has the potential to go I off agree. again. I mean, we saw Tua have a pretty good day against the Cardinals defense. They're definitely nothing special. I mm-hmm. like it. And I can say that I think uh, both of us were wrong there for saying, you know, was Tua ready to be the starter? And I think me and you both said no. Yeah. And now he's, I mean, granted, his first game that he started, his defense really won that game for him. Mm-hmm. But like last week, he did pretty, pretty good. well. It did pretty damn well. It, so, is, it is still a little weird to watch a lefty. I like it, you know. I know. I love it. He's not. He's not the hefty lefty, but he's. No, no one will ever be Jared. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he is. He is a lefty, and I'll take it. I mean, he's probably the the closest thing we'll ever get to Michael Vick in this era. I think Lamar's the closest we'll get to Vic, unless you're fixated on the whole lefty thing. I'm fixated on the whole lefty thing. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so just teach Lamar to throw with his left hand. <laughs> yes, exactly. But speaking of Lamar, what's uh-huh. going on with him? Are our defense is just learning that about like learning how to contain him? Is that why he's not doing? To be well? fair, he has played two of the best defenses in the league the last couple of weeks. You know, okay. the Colts defense. I don't think they get much respect, but they're really damn good. Mm-hmm. But I mean, so, it's the, it's the Colts. It's <laughs> But their defense is really good. Their oh. offense isn't, but... Yeah, I see that. But continue. Uh, I mean, I agree with you. Lamar's taken a step back this year. There's no doubt about it. I think it's more so 
this is the player he is. And last year he was in the perfect situation where the Ravens were just unbelievable. They had all the momentum in the world. They were mm-hmm. up 14-0 at the end of pretty much every first quarter. And as we've said, when you give Lamar that lead, it's over. There's nothing that's going to, nothing bad's going to happen. This year, they've mm-hmm. been in a bunch of competitive games, which is when we start to see what we've already yeah. known, which is that Lamar is not the best thrower at, really at all. Like he's one of the worst starting quarterback arm talent, you know? He's not the best passer in the league, but his rushing makes him unbelievable, dynamic, but eh, throwing mm-hmm. the ball. <laughs> and we also learned last week that when Lamar is down, he's not successful when down. Yeah. yeah. Your stat. <laughs> My stat. <laughs> Your stat. Definitely <laughs> not easy. bad into it. Yep. Keep bad into it every week. We did Wednesday this week. We'll add some of that. A couple more next week. <laughs> uh, like all 32 it. soon. I love it. Absolutely. But yeah, do do you think like I don't know. I mean, I don't know really what to describe it as, but like what what would you do to fix Lamar? Is it like a mental thing right now or is it just like he needs to learn how to throw the ball? I don't think properly. you really fix Lamar. Like as I was saying, like if you put him in that perfect situation like last year, that team's going to be unstoppable. But this is kind of the player he is. He'll probably continue to get a little better passing. I mean, remember from his rookie year to his MVP season, it was night mm-hmm. and day. Like he couldn't throw the ball at all his rookie season. And then as a sophomore, he was, he was pretty good, you know, mm-hmm. mixed in with the running. That certainly helped him. But he was a pretty good passer this year. He's probably about the same passer. He's just not as effective as a runner. So that's hurting his ability to make plays based off defenses fearing the run. Yeah. Okay. I just I, – I, he's definitely not an MVP candidate this year. No, not even no, close. Not at all. Which, speaking of, who mm-hmm. is, like, the leading candidate? I've seen a lot of people saying Mahomes. I didn't even realize. Is he really 28 to 1 touchdowns interception or something like that? 24 to 1? Something insane. Is he? Something I very impressive. Which, to be fair, every time Mahomes is in primetime, which is seemingly every week, there's two or three dropped interceptions. So, true. you know, that has to be counted. Although that's probably true of every quarterback. It feels like there's a lot of Mahomes. But my MVP candidate? I was I was going to say Ryan Tannehill, but I don't know Ryan Tannehill as of late. I haven't really... I mean, I, I, would, still, I would still put him in the conversation. I don't really know who, who will be placed on my MVP list because is it still Russell Wilson? I would put him in the conversation. Yeah, I mean, the thing is... But he has regressed. Recently. Yeah, yeah he has regressed. So I don't know. I don't know where I don't know where I would put him. I mean, probably no in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes is going to be in the conversation and he more than likely will win it if it's coming down to what it looks like right now. Yeah, so I just looked it up. He's 25 to 1 right now for Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And Wilson is. Russ is 28 to 8, which, wow, eight interceptions feels like a lot for him. Yeah. Which, and then there's Carson Wentz. <laughs> yeah, Carson <laughs> Wentz, Daniel Jones, a few guys with a ton of interceptions this year. Yeah. But, all right. So I see, yeah, I say Wilson's still around the top three. Mahomes definitely is deserving of being up there. He was under the radar for a few weeks there. Um, yeah. Rodgers, even though he had that complete stinker against the Bucs, I still think he's up there, especially considering yes. all the other guys have had duds. Mm-hmm. Tannehill's fringes, do. he needs a couple breaks. Am I missing yeah. somebody? I feel like I'm missing somebody. Kyler is like in fringes as well. He's had some duds. Definitely had some duds. Mm-hmm. The Detroit I don't know game, if I would put him up there yet. Yeah. Uh, Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, he's going down to flames too. If he just never has to play the Saints again, which he doesn't the rest of the regular season, his yeah. numbers are insane against the non-Saints. So his yeah. chance. Um, trying to think. Josh Allen had a rough few weeks slump. Yeah, I remember in the early weeks he was like an MVP candidate. Like an early so. Yeah, 
and then he kind of regressed and now he's just kind of like, now he's back at least yeah. for one week he was we'll see how long that lasts now he's catching his feet so uh, this is maybe i'm again like living in the moment too much but is is feels like a wide open mvp race like last year and the year before mahomes and, or yeah mahomes and lamar were kind of pulling away right didn't it feel like that this year there's not yeah. really a clear guy that's what i'm saying usually at this at this point last year it was like clear it was pretty obvious like Lamar, Lamar was gonna, yeah, it was gonna be Lamar. Yeah. This year, yeah, I really, I genuinely kind of struggled thinking about like my top MVP candidate. I kind of just thought of people that were in the conversation. Yeah, it's tough. It's, I, mean, I like it. It's a yeah. weird season. Why not have a weird MVP race? Mm-hmm. I mean, next award, rookie of the year. Who would that go to? Probably Joe Burrow. As I say, Justin that, Herbert. I, I'd say Herbert. 100%. Okay. Yeah. I think Herbert's I mean, the heavy based, favorite right now. Based on how he's been playing as of late. Yeah, I can see Herbert. But also, right. go back to MVP real quick. I just want to give Dalvin Cook a little credit. A running back will never win it, but respect. That dude is carrying the Vikings offense. Yes. Speaking um, of a running back that was in a few conversations as of recent, what's going on with uh, Christian McCaffrey? He's, he's out this week? Uh, <laughs> we got him for one week, bro. We got him for one week, and now his AC joint, which happened on the last drive of the game. The last drive of the game. He was so close to making it out healthy. Oh, he's uh, so happy. He's like, this is the game. I'm back. Is that final drive? Son of a bitch. So what? So how long is he out? What's the timetable on an AC joint? He's week to week. He's, week to he's week. not he's not officially out yet, even for this game. He's mm-hmm. very, very doubtful or something like that. But I feel like he's gonna miss two games, maybe three. Okay, so the timetable is three games. My bet is like the end of season. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope not. Matt Rule said it will not be a season end season ending injury, but uh, God, please. It was so nice to see him back, bro. We got to squash all this stuff like, oh, the Panthers are better without McCaffrey. No, we're fucking not. McCaffrey <laughs> was amazing against the Chiefs. He hadn't even played in six weeks. And then he goes off for and he kills 50 it. plus yards, two touchdowns. Yep. Oh, I Absolutely kills it. T- tells everybody that, that that Mike Davis isn't the same, isn't Christian McCaffrey really? Yeah. Yeah. So good for Christian McCaffrey. But I hope he recovers and toward the earlier end of his timetable. Definitely not yeah. the latter end. I mean, <laughs> he got all the recovery he needed with the last injury, right? <laughs> <laughs> he got all, all the extra rest that you need. Uh, the only uh, man that has a uh, three to six week and takes all six weeks for a high ankle sprain. That's brutal. And he, he's never been an injury prone player. I think this was his first season missing a game. Well, maybe that maybe that's why he was taking so much care about it. He's like, this is my only injury. I only want one injury. <laughs> I get one and we're done. <laughs> and we're done. Just get it done over with. Let's just take as much time as we need on it. It's all right. But another fun game I just actually kind of uh, thought was cool was uh, my boy Alex Smith coming out, finishing the game in, in the Washington. Giants, Washington. But this was pretty much a mirror image of the game they played a couple weeks ago, where Washington mm-hmm. has the ball with a chance to win at the end of the game. Last yep. time they went for two when they probably shouldn't have, Should but have. again, yep. shitty team, respect the call. This mm-hmm. time they were down three on a, and it doesn't Alex Smith throw the game ceiling interception? Yes. I believe, yeah, I believe that's what happened. Which um, that one or one Smith threw earlier was to Logan Ryan, who he and his wife lost the baby and he dedicated it like he cradled. So that was pretty cool. That was mm-hmm. a cool moment. Yeah. Uh... I feel like I want Alex, Alex Smith to succeed so badly. Like I just want him to like do very mediocre, just enough so he can come back to play of the year. And that's it. Then I'll be happy. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm 
I don't know. Like, do you think they're just going to give it to Smith because of how much he's come back from? Because comeback player of the year yes. is kind of a joke award to begin with. So is it the best candidate? Because then it's probably Big Ben. But if it's like mm-hmm. the best story, then it's Alex Smith. I think it's, I, I think know. they're gonna give it to Alex Smith regardless. Genuinely, I think so. I can see it because again, it's it's a joke award. Like you do that with the MVP and we have a problem. But comeback player of the year, no one cares. Yeah, I mean, the only re- like recognizable comeback player of the year that kind of actually deserved it was uh, Jordy Nelson after he tore his ACL and then came back and killed it. I think there's been others. Didn't JJ Watt win it? I don't. Again, it's it's not an award. <laughs> it I care a, about it, yeah, it's it's a joke of award, but that's yeah. a, that's the first thing that came to my mind was Jordy Nelson that year he went off. Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, Adrian Peterson when he tore his ACL. It oh just yeah, because he won. Player. He was he won MVP that year too, right? Or he tied with Rodgers or whatever the fuck happened that year. I think so. He yeah, won all that, that year. Yeah, that was the year he had 2K. It was after mm-hmm. he tore his ACL. Yeah, it's like like those are players that are like deserving of it. Like it's usually after you tore your ACL and you come back that next year and you kind of do well, you got to come back with the player year. It's kind of like a yeah. hey, good job. Hey, a little cool. pound the back. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's a little pound the back. Good job. You got to come back for the year. You, you well, actually came back to your normal self. <laughs> that is job. not the dumbest NFL award there is. Offensive player of the year, and I'll go to my grave saying this, is the stupidest fucking award ever. It, it's like, it makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense to me. It's like, oh, you didn't win MVP, but you're good enough. <laughs> yeah, and, and sometimes the MVP wins offensive, wins offensive player, player of the year. year. What's mm-hmm. the point? Just have an offensive MVP and a defensive MVP. I don't, I don't get it because a defensive player is never, ever, ever going to win. MVP. MVP. If JJ Watt couldn't win it with his season a few years ago, like some of the, it's just never going to happen. There's always going to be one quarterback who posts really good numbers. Yeah. You know, uh, never mind. I was going to say the assistant coach of the year was is a super great, but like that's usually just a guy that's going to be a coach. coach. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's not an official word. That's like a media word or something because they have other stuff too. No, There's... I thought, I, th- I think that's an official word. Oh, okay. I think I think it's pretty stupid, but like it's usually like just it. like. The team that has like the MVP's offensive coordinator is usually only yeah something like that. It's it's usually just like that. Yeah, probably. I do like giving the credit though. Mm -hmm. It's it's coordinators never get the credit they deserve. Yeah, it's usually given to a head coach in waiting. Did Vic Fangio win it the year with the Bears? Uh, Ah, because if he didn't win it, I'm denouncing the award. I I think Greg Roman won it last year. Yep, I was right. Greg Roman won it. Offensive coordinator of the MVP, you were right. <laughs> yep. Say, so it's yeah, associated. Pro- okay. Uh, Todd Bowles, Wade Phillips, Kyle Shanahan, Pat Shermer, Vic Vangio, and Greg Roman. Yep. Yay, Vic. Okay. I'm good yes. with the award. He deserved so, it and he got it. Yes. Vic, Vic Vangio was insane that year. He deserves I, most of the credit for the Bears that year. You know, mm-hmm. this didn't belong to Matt Nagy. Although, again, I still think Matt Nagy's a really good head coach. He just needs to stop calling plays. Take it yes. away from him, which uh, let's go to the Bears-Titans game. Great. Love the it. Bears, Bears' offense is painful to watch. I don't know that I've ever seen a good team have such a bad offense. I can't think of any. They have so much potential. And, like, the fact that they refuse to run the ball is just annoying. And then, like, Nick Foles just struggles so much under that offense. And I feel bad being an Eagles fan, seeing him struggle. Because I know that he can actually do good. And he's just... Not <laughs> just not at all, and like I don't know who you blame. Granted, yes, we can blame M- Matt Nagy, but like some of that has to go on to Nick Foles too. Oh, for sure. I mean, all the lusters went off of him again. This is a guy we know. He's not a very good regular season quarterback. The Bears can yeah. eke into the playoffs though. They're probably going to win the Super Bowl because they have Nick mm-hmm. Foles. 
Yes. Because um, Super Bowl Nick is like, or postseason Nick is like postseason Julian Edelman. So it's okay. Yeah. We're probably somewhat close to Mitch Trubisky getting put in the game again. Well, didn't he come in for like one play against the Bears? Or was that like two weeks ago? I think he came in for like one play and got injured. Was it like a Taysom Hill kind of gadget play or what? I think so. I think it was like a Taysom Hill type gadget play. Okay, yeah. And- I remember seeing it on Twitter. Like people were like making fun of him. Like, how is this man already injured? And he was only in for one play. <laughs> um, yeah, he had one rush against the uh, Saints. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, we saw with the Bucks, you know, Fitzmagic and Jameis switching quarterbacks can give you a spark. I mean, we saw with the Bears this year. Once they went to Nick Foles, they had a spark for a couple weeks. It helps to keep defenses off balance. What I would do is I would name Mitch Trubisky the starter, and then uh, right before the game, I'm playing Nick Foles, you know, just to keep the defenses or the opposing team on their toe, on their toes, because they're going to prepare for Trubisky. That's then I'll roll yeah. with Nick Foles, and then next week I'll be like, "Ha, gotcha!" And then put play Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, I like that. Or just they need everything they can get. <laughs> yeah. Or just like fuck all defenses and say we're not going to announce our quarterback until day of game. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> that would work. Big too. strat, big strat. Just have them study both Mitch Trubisky and Nick Foles. I think they've done that. Like other teams done that in the past. Yeah, I want to say even the Bears have done that. <laughs> Sad. Yeah, it's just mean. The problem. I feel bad, but like, are you ready to start Mitch Trubisky? <laughs> I'm ready to do whatever. Like, I genuinely think this Bears offense is horrible. Whatever you can do. Because the team is so competitive, the defense is insane. They hang them in games every single week, and the defense or the offense just lets them down. Well, uh, who I mean, is the who's the Bears' offensive coordinator? Uh, it doesn't even really matter because Matt Nagy calls the plays. But yeah, it's something. If we stop, it's Bill Lazor. It's the Chiefs guy, right? Oh, Bill Lazor. It's Bill Lazor. I'm gonna look. Let's see. What, what is his little backstory? Okay, so like he, he's he's an older offensive coordinator that worked with like Joe Gibbs and stuff. So. I mean, yeah, when, when the head coach calls plays, offense coordinator is kind of a joke title. But yeah. I don't know. I still – you always say run the ball more for the Bears. I don't know that I agree with you. As I've said, I don't think David Montgomery or Cordero Patterson are that good. Uh, I don't know. I don't think there's really anything they can do. So putting Mitch in there, maybe run a little option offense. I don't fucking know. Do something. <laughs> I feel like uh, running the ball is the answer, in my opinion. I feel like they do run the ball, though. They just suck at it. They're a horrible run team, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I I like David Montgomery. And I feel like if he's given the right opportunity to, like, be that workhorse back, he I think he will succeed. Maybe. I don't know. So, Do you think the Bears are going to make the playoffs, though, is a better question? Because they've been – what's their record now? They are – where was that Bears are five and four. Did they start five and one? Five and no? They were something very good. Yeah, they're five I think I think they they were five and one. Yes, they lost three straight. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think they make the playoffs? Because they're obviously trending the wrong direction right now. Not if they're playing like this. No, absolutely not if they're playing like this. If they're playing like this, and that's a I don't think at all they're gonna make the playoffs. And it'll be them shooting themselves in the foot because they did in fact go five and one. Yeah. The best I can see them playing the way they are right now is 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 like seven and nine, eight and eight. I can't see them even going positive. I I still think they can eke out some games. Let me look at their schedule because their their defense holds them in games every single time. 
So if they yeah. can just get I mean, a couple Roquan breaks, like Smith and Khalil Mack are insane, and they are that whole defense is insane. Hakeem yeah. Hicks, all those guys are literally taking that team, putting it on their backs, and carrying it. Ooh, the schedule so they played, is yeah. The they played the Vikings. Yeah, they got the Vikings this yeah. week, which mm-hmm. they got to go in Dalvin Cook. That's a fun one. I also want to see from the Vikings' perspective, Dalvin Cook. If he can run all over the Bears, how do you stop the Vikings? They could make the playoffs. They could come all the way back from one and five. But mm-hmm. after that, for the Bears, Green Bay, Detroit, Houston, Minnesota, Jacksonville, Green Bay. So, eh, it's a decent schedule. If you can beat the Vikings, then you got Detroit, Houston, Vikings again, Jacksonville. Those are some winnable games. Green Bay's going to be tough for them to win. But they, they still have potential for the playoffs. I don't know. I don't know. I would, I don't think so, personally. Based on how they're playing right now, unless there's a sudden change where they where he gives up play calling and he gives it to his offensive coordinator. Then I think they then they I think they'll be a, a a positive team. I can see them going ten and six if they if they give a play calling. Even then, I don't know that Matt Nagy dropping play calling is going to be a huge spark because Bill Lazor, even though he's not calling plays, he has a huge influence in the offense. We don't know that he's going to change things dramatically. And again, I don't think they have any talent. So yeah, but I think he'll give at least something to the offense. At least swap change it out a little bit. No, I agree. Like I think he'll help them, but I don't know that it transforms them that much. True. I just think it's a little something fresh. Yeah. Not only for like to mess up other defenses, but also like in the offense itself is just to be able to, you know, chill. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's go. Patriots, Jets. Jets were so close to their first one of the year. It seemed like the Patriots were I was cheering for them. trying to lose. I was cheering <laughs> and they- for the Jets. I was like, they got this and then they did. I was cheering for them too, to be honest. But do you think the Jets won the tanking battle? Like, what do you think happened there? I feel like the Patriots kind of wanted to lose that game. They certainly seemed like it. And then yeah. Cam was like, no, nah, I kind of actually want to win this game. You know, I'm playing for my own job, my future money. And they pulled it out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel and like Joe Flacco with that terrible interception. Yeah. Yeah, they were so close to win this game. Joe Flacco finally kind of looked like a decent. He looked pretty damn good. Yeah, he looked like a decent quarterback. A quarterback that, that would that would look pretty good on uh, on perhaps a Bears team. <laughs> nah, I think if you put Joe Flacco in there, you just got three guys who are pretty garbage. Like they'll mediocre. be good for one game just or all, two. Just yeah. all mediocre, just revolving around. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the Bears should get like all those Joe Flacco types, and then have like sixteen quarterbacks on the active roster, and just cycle them out, so you never know what's going to happen. That could be the strategy right there. Because how can you prepare for a team like that? I think let's just take Tyrod Taylor too. Just throw him in there. Yeah, <laughs> just get all those guys. Just yeah, just have all those like those one starting quarterbacks. Just aren't good anymore. So just are stuck in this revolving loop of starting for the Bears. <laughs> yeah, I like it. <laughs> but going like back to the Patriots that. and Jets game, um, yeah, Joe Flacco looked pretty good. I was very surprised on how he was playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cam. Cam did not right. look good. <laughs> he was all right. I think yeah. I think he was man. I think that I think that's your Panther side talking. But I'll I'll, I'll agree with you there. I'm saying he was man. Like I'm saying, like it wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't good. I th- I I think he he could have done a lot better. But granted, it, ever since was it week two, he hasn't been doing well. So yeah, Which, I don't know. Are they going to continue in this trend? That's the real question. Are they going to finish third in the in the AFC East? Yeah, I think the Dolphins are definitely better than them at this point. But 
if the Patriots lose a few more games, I think they bench Cam for Stidham, see what they got in him. I don't think they keep Cam for the future with the way everything's going. So then what happens to Cam? Does he become a, a long-term backup now? I don't know. Because he's probably. definitely – or well, he's also very uh... – He'll probably sign with a Bears-type situation where he's a shot to win the job and Doesn't. yeah, something like that. There you go. Once he's done with the Patriots, just slap him in there, and it'll be like him, Tyrod Taylor, Mitchell Trubisky, Nick Foles. Yeah, get all those guys. Cam's the perfect <laughs> one. We should include, yeah. Yeah, just slap him in there. Slap in Joe Flacco. Maybe if you're feeling lucky, you could throw in like a Philip Rivers. <laughs> oh, he's too good for that. No. He might, he, might, he might take the cake yeah. for that starting no, job. He's not mediocre enough. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. Like, I was thinking Case Keenum. I'm like, no, Keenum's probably the best quarterback out of those guys. I don't want him there. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to think. Uh, Tom Brady against the, the Saints only. Yeah, you can just, throw him in there. Yeah, just if, the whenever the Bears play the Saints. No, he's too bad. Tom Brady's too bad. <laughs> you're right. You're right. He can't be in there. Yeah. Uh, you can probably throw Fitz Magic in there. Just Eli Manning would have been the perfect one, but he's oh, retired. Yeah. yeah. Bring him out it's, of retirement. No, Fitz Magic's okay. too good, bro. Like oh, a lot of these guys yeah. are too good for the Bears situation. You're right. Maybe. Uh, I was going to say Jerry Goff, but Jerry Goff's probably too good, too. Yeah, Jerry Goff's way too good. No, I think we got most of the guys. We'll, yeah. Bears QB situations. Whatever's going on with Washington, you can, you can just throw every quarterback. Oh, Alex Smith probably fits in that tier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like this Alex Smith, probably. Yes. Kyle this. Allen might be a little too good, but even he might fit in the tier, too. Mm-hmm. Fucking Dwayne Haskins, all of them can go there. <laughs> That's just that the whole, the whole quarterback room at Washington can just, yeah. just have a bus ship right over to Chicago. I was gonna say Derek Carr, Drew Locke. No, they're good. Yeah, they're too. Good they're too. Somewhere. They're too good. Yeah, and that and that rounds it up. Oh, Gardner Minshew. Yes, he's going over there. He's too he's good going. for that. No, don't, really? don't do that to Gardner. Gardner, as of late, he hasn't been that bad. I don't think. I think he's been, he's been pretty bad. But I don't know. I think he's been like all right. And I've always been like last year when everybody was hyping the fuck out of Gardner Minshew. I was like, yo, calm down. So I'm not even like a Gardner Minshew dick rider. I just think like. He's been terrible. He's just on a shitty Jacksonville team. No one really cares about him, so we're not paying attention to his good plays. I think he's who, been, yeah, because who really eh. pays attention to the Jack to the Jaguars? Exactly. Twenty seventeen. Yeah. But, uh, that's a good game, though. I mean, it's Jaguars Packers this week. I feel like the, the it's Aaron a good Rodgers, game. It's Aaron Rodgers is going to absolutely it's destroy Gardner ten at halftime. Yeah. Well, Gardner's not playing. They got Jake Luton or whatever his name is, yeah. the guy who played against Texans, which. Mm-hmm. That run at the end of the game to give them a chance to tie it, pretty awesome. He had a pretty good debut. Yeah. Jack seemed to kill it with the late-round rookie quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, unlike the Cowboys with Ben DiNucci. <laughs> oh, bro, I don't think Ben DiNucci gets enough credit for how fucking horrible he was against the Eagles. I don't think he made one good play. He didn't. Not at all. Like, usually with those guys, they'll be just like, oh, okay, you can see the potential. I can see how he's an NFL quarterback. Ben DiNucci just was horrible. He was lucky to not have thrown an interception, to not have completely lost the game for them. I don't mm-hmm. see any. Like, he was terrible. It's no surprise they went to Garrett Gilbert, which mm-hmm. Garrett Gilbert looked pretty damn good. I'm proud of him. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm actually, he didn't get a shot. That could even be my people are stupid because I saw, uh, let me get my quote up real quick. There was this analyst that was like, you know, I really like that Ben DiNucci kid. He has, yeah, he shows a lot of grit and he has a lot of talent. After the game, after Eagles? after the Cowboys game, after the Eagles game, really, where was it? I, th- I thought it was the funniest thing ever. Whoever this is, like, I'm. This is a perfect advice to never 
listen to them again. Like, I don't know how you can come mm-hmm. out of that game and go like, yeah, Ben DiNucci, that guy showed talent. That guy showed promise. I, I don't get that. Yeah, here it is. I like this Ben DiNucci kid. He's just a, he's just a rookie, but he's made some off-schedule plays oh, that yeah. can cause some damage <laughs> once he's a vet. And this is Chick Hernandez. I, I don't know who that guy is. Who the fuck is that? Chick Hernandez? Chick Hernandez. I've never heard of this man in my life. Is he yes. an NFL Network guy? Yes. I think so. That's what it looks like in this background. He's like NFL deep in the bullpen. NFL Network has all these guys. Like, who the fuck are they? Yeah, and okay. So this might people are stupid is going out to Chick Hernandez for saying after the Eagles-Cowboys game, I like this Ben DiNucci kid. He's just a rookie, but he's made some off-schedule plays that can cause some damage once he's a vet. I don't know... At what point do you think he's going to become a vet? Because he's not going to last any more than this season in the NFL. Yeah, no, I agree with you. But, okay. <laughs> so I looked up Chick Hernandez. In fairness to him, he's not a football guy. He's a golf guy. So he's, it's not he's like a... he's trying to be an NFL expert. So, okay, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. <laughs> he's still my yeah. person of stupid. People are yeah. stupid. He's my person yeah. of stupidity for this stupidity for this week. Yeah, I feel you. Okay, I'm just happy now. He's not an NFL guy. I can. He's just allowed to have opinions. They don't need to be right or wrong, you know? Unlike Booger McFarland, who's just wrong 100% of the time, and he's an NFL guy. At least credit to him. He was a good football player. <laughs> yeah. You know? But he's takes. got that going for him. <laughs> so my people are stupid. Mm-hmm. I'm going with this one I found a long time ago. Um, it's this podcast editing service on Instagram, which <laughs> so I edit the podcast, right? Like mm-hmm. this guy uses the same free software I do. It's literally free. Not only that, but he seems to know less about this free software that I do. You want to guess what he charges for his prices, for his plans? This is the most basic plan he does. You want to guess what he charges per episode? All right. Per episode, I'm going to say like he doesn't he probably doesn't rip you off completely. So it's probably like 10 bucks an episode. $75 for no his beginner way. plan. No way. $75 an episode? Packages start at $75 per episode when he uses a free editing software and doesn't even seem to know how to use it very well. No way. And I think, so either one of two things, either as clients or he has bots that he purchased to make it look like he has clients. That's insane. That is absolutely insane. $75 an episode. I can't imagine he's had any success. Either that or people are even stupider than I fear, like the people who are his clients. Because think about it. This is just a random guy yeah. on Instagram. At his least pay for like Adobe Audition. At that point, yeah, right. seventy five dollars. You can pay for like three years worth of yeah. Adobe Audition. Right. For one episode. Yeah, for one episode. You know, like three episodes, you're done. You, know I mean? you can buy buy the whole uh, the year plan for Adobe all Adobe products. Yeah, I'm really hoping his whole plan failed because it's just completely flawed to begin with. You're so wait, trying so he, to reach out he DM'd to starting quarterback? Uh, maybe. Actually, he might. I don't, I don't remember if he commented, he DM'd. I just saw him randomly. I'm not sure. But <laughs> like, his plan is to go to starting podcasts like us, right? Mm-hmm. We don't have $75 an episode to spend, right? Yeah, unless like... <laughs> and, I'm, and real companies I'm pulling money out of my ass. Dumbass. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I don't know who he's trying to appeal to. I don't know where he came up with $75. I'm going to look him up right now, see if he's still in business. <laughs> Yeah, is... no, I feel like my price was very normal, like ten bucks. I mean, that that's still a ripoff. Like, I yeah, like, and you were like, "Oh, he won't rip him up too much." Ten bucks, seventy-five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Originally, my first thought was sixty bucks an episode. Originally, but I was like, "No, that's way too high." I was like, "That's definitely like ripping off material." 
I was then I was like, all right, twenty bucks. I'm like, nah, definitely like ten bucks is like a reasonably rip off price. He's still doing it. He hasn't changed his bio. It's still seventy five dollars an episode. He still has people with comments. I'm pretty sure they're bots. This comment on here is, wow, this looks amazing with hard eyes. Wait, dude, I take it back. He's super generous. Want to start a podcast? Book a free 30-minute Zoom meeting. Dude, we can get a free 30-minute consultation. It's all worth it. Oh, all right. It's all worth it. Never mind. Come in there. All right, what do you guys want? You guys want some music? All right, well, I can only do this free music because, you know, with your $75 purchase, I can only do... uh... Like at this point, at that point, I would like to have at least click copyright sounds. <laughs> like if I'm yeah, paying this much, I need something for seventy five dollars. <laughs> yeah, at least say like sixty dollars is is coming to like buying a song. So like to own the rights to it. Like at least but you can like, get you can get dope ass free songs. The one we have is free as fuck. Yeah, like exactly. It. That's awesome. I love that. <sighs> I love that guy. He's perfect for people who are stupid. He's either. I mean, oh, this yeah. is probably like the start of a long life of being a con man. I would assume so. The problem is he doesn't appear to be a very good con man. So I don't know how fruitful his life's going to be. But going back to football. Yeah, uh, I was just looking. So we need to talk Saints-Bucks. We talked a little bit about Brady versus yes. Saints. But like, All right, Saints-Bucks. The whole, that game was so boring. I hated every it single was horrible. second. It was fucking horrible. I couldn't even like finish watching it. Maybe we could finish watching it. Yeah. What is wrong with Brady against the Saints? Yeah, that was bad. They had like three straight three and outs to start it. But also the Bucks defense was horrible. Um, and then everyone hyped up Antonio Brown. And Antonio Brown was not good. I mean, he only played a few plays. He had a few catches. He was all right. It was his first week. But mm-hmm. the, Buc- the Bucks defense was just as bad as Brady. The Saints were in the three drives that Brady and the Bucks had three and outs. The Saints had, I believe, two touchdowns. And then another drive where Jared Cook fumbled at the two. So it should have even been even more of a blowout. But they got lucky. <sighs> Yeah. They couldn't stop anything, which is weird because this is a Saints offense that's kind of struggled. I know they just got Mike Thomas back, but that's not going to change you from a shaky offense to a juggernaut overnight. Yeah, it is literally just the Bucks playing like absolute donkey doo-doo. Am I crazy or did Mike Thomas look way smaller than I remembered him? Did you feel the same thing? Like he looked super small up there. I don't know why. I don't know if he wasn't working out during this whole thing or if I'm just remembering wrong. I think you might be remembering wrong. Maybe. I didn't really... Uh, think about that, but you know, just, next week I'll watch a Saints game. Yeah, just look at it. Like, like, oh, that's a tiny game. man, or that's a large man. Let me know. Yeah, I'll let you know. I mean, granted, Thanks. last week I also said that Ted Ginn was a very tall guy. So my yeah, assessment- that one that one still had me shook. <laughs> my assessments of people's heights on TV are very wrong. Hey, so- I mean, if if I'm wrong <laughs> about Mike Thomas, then this <laughs> our podcast is just bad about judging size. Yes, because <laughs> size does not matter. Yes, that that is that's the theme. Of this. That's the theme. <laughs> that's the theme. Bro, no, we're gonna turn this into a segment. Size does not matter. We're just gonna be like, yo, that guy looks shorter than I remembered him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Size doesn't matter. We're starting off with Mike Thomas looks shorter. Ted Ginn is a very tall man. <laughs> Thank you. That is it for this week's segment of Size Does Not Matter. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> um other games we got we hit on most of them. Yeah, what was oh, someone- Char- no Chargers Raiders? Um, that screenshot uh, yes. of Chargers thirty-two Raiders thirty-one final uh, with zero seconds left on the clock and uh, all the memes like the only the Chargers could find a way to lose this game. Just perfect. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, comes up the Chargers absolutely perfectly. Herbert has them on the brink of a win once again, and then some really questionable play calling at the goal line at the goal line, and they lose it. 
they threw to their third string tight end. And mm-hmm. I mean, you almost caught it, but it's your third string tight end. It's your third string tight end. That, what that's you, your what play you there at the goal line. Yeah. What, what do you expect on that? Um. Oh, Panthers Chiefs. We can just look a speed on here. Panthers Chiefs. That was a, a weird, uh, very good game. Didn't expect it to be that close. Agreed. Didn't um, expect it to be that close. Yeah, I, th- I thought for sure Patrick Holmes would just be him, his normal he Patrick Holmes self. He did look off. Throws. Yeah, and I was gonna say that he he looked off and he, and something just wasn't right. I thought for sure it would be another like four TD week for him. Not like that. I'm not saying that that's a Panthers are a bad team. I'm saying that just because of how consistent. He's I mean, our getting four TDs. No, our defense is nothing crazy. Like it's better than I expected, but we're still not a very good defense. He should have had even more than he had against us. Which how many touchdowns did he have? I thought he had. He had four touchdowns, Mark. <laughs> he did? <laughs> he had four touchdowns. He had oh, 372 man. yards passing and four touchdowns. And that's the thing. He should have done even better. Yeah, I take that. He had four touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, he very much did. He had, he had a good week. Never mind. But the but like, were... He didn't really – yeah. He did look off, though. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still committing to my opinion that he did look off. No, I agree. Like, he missed some throws. But also the thing with Mahomes is even games where he misses throws – He's still better than pretty much every quarterback in the league. So, you know, give him that credit. But I want to say, my Panthers, we made some awesome plays for that game. Uh, in the same drive, Christian McCaffrey, Curtis Samuel both have great catches back to back. I think it was the next drive or something like that, the Teddy Bridgewater flip. That was awesome. Oh, yeah. Like, like I said, I was very surprised on how well the Panthers were playing. Like, I'm a, I'm a, what is that, underground fan of the Panthers this season. I like how they're doing. Yeah, uh, we need all the fans we mm-hmm. can get. <laughs> I was a fan of Matt Rule with that hire. Uh, Joe Brady. People are saying Joe Brady. Joe Brady. People are saying Joe Brady's already a head coaching candidate. I agree. I thought I After literally thought season, that though? when we got him. No, I like people have been saying this since yeah. we got him. Like when oh, we got yeah. him as an OC, they're like, "Yeah, we'll Max have two years with him, most likely, if he does as well as he's expected to." Yeah. Which has been pretty damn good this year. Although, in fairness, I still think Norv Turner didn't get all the credit he deserved. He was a fucking good offensive coordinator for us. Oh so yeah. We've had a pretty good history of them. Excluding Mike Shula, of course. Oh, geez. we don't talk about Mike Shula. No one talks about Mike Shula. Not only did Cam carry that shitty wide receiver core, he carried Mike Shula's bitch ass to the Super Bowl. God damn it! And he still gets no credit from fans. Mm-hmm. Mike Shula, and then Mike Shula went to the Giants, and he just further proved the fact that he is not a good offensive coordinator. Yeah, he was that classic run it twice, third and eight, have fun quarterback. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is your problem now. And also, we had a uh, someone did like an analysis of his run plays the year we had Jonathan Stewart and Christian McCaffrey. I think that was his last year, rightfully so. He ran Christian McCaffrey between the tackles all the time instead of off tackle, and he ran Jonathan Stewart off tackle all the time instead of between the tackles, which is like the opposite of it's their the opposite. Fights. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what an idiot. Yeah, but I don't know who's worse, Mike Shula or uh, I, am I getting the right? Steve Sarkeesian, right? Wasn't he the offensive coordinator? Oh, the Falcons. Yeah, when they were he going to go, when he would, they would go in like the red zone, and he would just be four like four straight right, fades, four, four, four straight fades, or just four verts. Just everyone just run to the back of the end zone straight. They won't someone's expect bound it. To, yeah, someone's bound to catch it. It's okay. They won't expect four straight fades. Once it's fourth <laughs> down, they're going to be expecting something else. <laughs> and then on fourth down, just throw to Julio no matter what. Yeah, that was. And they did that better. two years in a row. Two years in a row, they put in that position, and I'm like, all right, here we go. Just four straight fades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God. But yeah, does does this uh did we touch on everybody? 
Vikings Lions, Dalvin Cook just went off. I mean, uh, oh yeah, Vikings Lions, like Dalvin Cook goes off, Matt Stafford gets hurt, shits the bed. Not too much to talk about there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I mean, we'll give Raiders a little credit for their win over the Chargers, you know. Mm-hmm. The Chargers' oh. record's only two and six, so it doesn't look yeah. that impressive, but they, they've been close in pretty much every game, so that's still a good win. Mm-hmm. Quick touch on real quick. Steelers Cowboys, Garrett Gilbert kind of looked like a half decent quarterback for You look great. You yeah. look pretty damn good. I I was for, actually for surprised. Being a backup, yeah. I forgot about Garrett Gilbert and I thought he should have got a better chance because he was the one who was lighting it up in the AAF and then he goes to the Browns as a backup. And mm-hmm. I just forgot about him because didn't the Cowboys just sign him? Yeah. He wasn't even on the team. Where the fuck was he? How did no one give him a job? I'm actually shocked about that. Yeah. Garrett Gilbert. And he looked Definitely good. Definitely feel that. And the Steelers look terrible. They almost lost mm-hmm. the fucking Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, Texans, wait, Jaguars. Wait. Texans did pretty good. Uh, I mean, yeah, we talked about that. That yeah. game's fucking worthless. Yeah. Both teams are relevant. But what do you think about the Steelers? Do you think they're like legit contenders or do you think they're just going to be really good in the regular season? Um, It's hard to tell because they're playing against teams that are just so bad. <laughs> so, I mean, besides the Ravens last week. Yeah, Ravens and Titans, two pretty impressive wins. Both close games, but I mean, Steelers earned those wins. Yeah, I like. I'll say the same thing I've said. I think they're a good team. I thought they were going to be good. They're even better than I expected. But I don't mm-hmm. think they're on the level of the Chiefs, which is saying nothing really. Like I don't think I do is on the level of the Chiefs. They're kind of mm-hmm. insane. I know I made a meme today, like shitting on the Steelers, but it's a fucking meme. Like, suck mm-hmm. a dick. I think the Steelers are a really good team. I feel like I the Steel. I feel like a Steelers Chiefs AFC Championship game is going to be a very fun game to watch. Could be. I really feel like be. yeah. I feel like big if if Big Ben can make it back to the Super Bowl, could this be Big Ben's final season if he wins it? That's a conversation. Ooh, that's an interesting one. I never that's thought about that. Although I feel like if the Chiefs play the Steelers, the Steelers are gonna blitz the crap out of Patrick Holmes, and then he's gonna be like, Why the fuck are you blitzing me? Your corners aren't that good, and then just Tyreek Hill, 40 yard touchdown, and then another one, and another one. I don't think the Steelers philosophy is gonna be that good. True. I don't know that they match up that well, but we'll see. I'll still mm-hmm. be excited for that game. Maybe the yeah. defensive coordinator will wise enough. I think he's been blitzing mm-hmm. less recently too, so that's good. Yeah. But this week, upcoming games. I'm excited. Colt Titans Thursday night football. I know that probably doesn't inspire much in everybody, but I'm really excited for that game. I think that's two teams who don't get talked about enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shouldn't be a Thursday night football game because they're actually two good teams. Exactly. Our oh. role. Too many. Wait, what's next week's Thursday night football? Cardinal Seahawks. What the fuck are they doing? They don't listen to us at all. Yo. The Eagles, oh. the Eagles play the Giants on Sun on uh, at Sunday at one p.m. Why don't they just flex us into Thursday night? It's okay. We can. We no, can I don't go want back. to watch you guys again. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can watch us again. It's okay. <laughs> All right. The next one's Thanksgiving. Um, Cowboys Ravens. Why are the Ravens on Thursday night football? Patriots yeah. Rams. Why are the Rams on Thursday night football? Patriots too, because we weren't expecting to be this bad. I'm I'm disappointed in you Thursday night football people. You don't seem to be listening to us. Chargers yeah. Raiders. I'm fine with that one, even though the Raiders are a decent team. Like I. I'm fine with that. Viking Saints. I, don't yeah, know. I guess Thursday night's done for week 16. Yeah. Yeah. All okay. Right. So that's the rest of the year for Thursday night football. They clearly are not listening to our proposal for just shitty teams, but yeah, you know, we'll win them over eventually. But what are the um, good games of the week? Not looking so good from what we've seen so far. Chargers Dolphins will be a fun one. Seahawks Rams is probably probably gonna be. Well, a good that's game. a good game. I like that. Do you think Seahawks could bounce back? I feel like the Rams might be yes. able to fall off the upset. Yes, Seahawks are gonna win that game. Bucks Panthers. So. Uh, I feel like is that going to be a slap in the face to Tom Brady to get his shit together, or is it going to be? A... Um, I think they're going to win by like riding off of their momentum of having Bucks a very very good by... game. Yeah, I think they're going to win by 
Yeah, Bucks are going to win by seven to fourteen. Okay. Like we'll be somewhat competitive, uh, but they'll they'll win that. Yeah. Every really game. Vikings Bears is interesting. Vikings Bears. Yeah. Uh, I mean that they have that whole rivalry because that's an that's an in, in division game. But I feel like the Vikings are still just going to pull it off. I mean the the Bears the whole team is just in dismay. Yeah, I'm not so sure that the Bears don't have a chance. My biggest thing is I'm really excited to watch Dalvin Cook versus a really good run defense, a really good defense mm-hmm. in general. I'm excited to watch that. Mm-hmm. The Vikings defense is nothing crazy, so the Bears might have a chance. Yeah. Uh, Ravens Patriots. I don't know. For some reason, I'm looking at the game and I'm like, they questioning it. Like that could be a good game. I don't think so. I think the Ravens are going to go for like 260 rushing yards. Yeah, I feel like it's it's either one of two things. It's going to be a really low scoring game or just the Ravens taking it away. Yeah. I see the Ravens winning both ways, but. I don't know. I mean, we saw the Jets running pretty efficiently with Frank Gore against the Patriots. Yeah, so yeah. imagine what – and I think Mark Ingram's coming back too, so I think the Ravens are going to mm-hmm. have a big day. Yeah, and I think I think that about rounds it up. Yeah. That's the end, Mark. That's all we got for this week. We're once again going to tell a little story. Um, we're going to do it foreign style. You know, I'm mm-hmm. hoping people are starting to put together these things. I, I at least – well, sometimes. Sometimes I just think of cool words. Sometimes I think of – words that are relevant to my life you know maybe after we do enough of these podcasts you can start a little story like damn this week he was talking about uh a guillotine and then this week something else <laughs> yeah. and then you'll write a little story and it'd be cool i don't know yeah, but it may, what, my words you're never going to figure out anything because i just yeah they, the coolest word but this week mark we're going to uh-huh. get the we synced up we're going to do it i believe in us okay okay i it's love been it very unsuccessful so far we got it. This, this is it. <laughs> this week, we're going to get it. This is it. And if not next week, one of these weeks, we will get it. One of the weeks. Eventually. Eventually, it's coming. We're fine. Nothing okay. to worry about. All right. So, without further ado, Brindle. Criminal. We. We.